Because let's be honest, Dame's shooting is horrific. PG's shooting went down. You, you guys mentioned Tatum and Trey. Their shooting went down. As a matter of fact, everybody, including Steph, this is the first time Steph is shooting 39% from threes. Oh, oh, boo never expected that. Boo-hoo. 39%? 39%. Wow, I'm man. Oh, oh, he's not MVP anymore. I'm uh, sorry. Exactly. 39%. A lot of people are... When actually... everyone else in the league is shooting like 25 and 20% from three. Oh, man. Steph is such yeah, a... Yeah, man. It's not like <laughs> Steph just got 35 the other day, right? 50 like... points and 10 assists. 50, 10, <laughs> and then next up he got 40. And... <laughs> yeah. It's not like... Oh, my God. You know where he had this... Bad cool... year, man. Bad year. Wow. Go wow. All they want in life is to see me fail. fail. Too bad I'm the favorite drug at Riverdale. Riverdale. Stranger things have happened, don't you steal my wealth? Nah. I put you in a cell. Yeah. Drink Peralta star all night like SNL. Take the cell. Wanna be a legend like I'm Steve Carell. Cooking in the office, no fentanyl. Back with a new Talk episode. Welcome back to the show, guys. Week two of... NBA drama. NBA drama? <laughs> can, can we call it that? Um, well, we're starting off with a lot of drama. But first of all, Quads, Rolo, what's up? How are you guys doing? Oh, good, man. Um, just super tired. I'm, I'm happy to see very, very physical basketball. But I'm going to leave it at that first. I'm going to leave it at that first. So all right, all right. we'll move on to Rolo. <laughs> yeah. Well, right now, I am, well... Super tired, let's just say that, because fuck school. And then, <laughs> oh, I just bleeped that. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no problem. No problem. No problem. We can put the exp- explicit tag there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just bleep that. And then, um, what can I say? It's a fun bas. It's fun for basketball. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, lot of insights. A lot of uh, crazy things happening in week two. Jokic brothers and the Morris brothers went on Twitter. The excuse me, the Morris brothers went on Twitter, had to tweet something out uh, in regards to what happened between was it Markeith, Marcus? I keep on getting Marcus. the the Marcus, Morris yeah. in Miami. Okay, the Morris in Miami, um, and of course, reigning MVP Nikola Jokic. Um, so they obviously got into a fight, and the Morris, Marky Morris, went on Twitter just you know tweeting about it, and the Jokic brothers made a Twitter account to just to reply to them. Now I, I have so many questions with this one. Um, the first one, the top of my mind being, how did they even know that there was a tweet from the Morris brothers, right? If they didn't have Twitter to begin with. How did they know? How did they like? Did someone tip them off? That's the scary part for me, man. Mm. Like that, like they know uh, what the Morris are doing without even having Twitter, and they went on to make a Twitter account and just to reply to it, creating this whole um, steam of events. But uh, quads, what do you think about this? Is this beef between the Jokic brothers and the Morris twins? Something that we're that we're gonna be expecting towards the uh, the the rest of the season, because obviously the Nuggets are gonna be playing the Heat at least one more time, right? Yep, yep, yep. Ah, how, is this gonna be a problem? Is this gonna be something that's gonna be recurring at least for the next couple of weeks or so? 
I say 100%. I mean, the Jokic brothers went on record saying that they've already bought tickets for the next Nuggets and Heat game. <laughs> they went on record saying, yeah, we were the first ones to buy it. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Like, my my 11-year-old brain is just like, this is like perfect for like WrestleMania, the Twins versus like the Triple Threat Giants. All the way from- <laughs> <laughs> The memes are flying out. Yeah, yeah. dude. The memes. But in all honesty, though, um, let's let's be honest. Marcus Morris did do a cheap shot. I mean, yeah. the flagrant two and the fine was well, you know, well justified. Right. But then Jokic shoving Marcus to the ground behind his back. It was very reminiscent of what Pat Bev did to Chris Paul <laughs> in the uh, fi- in the right, West right. Finals. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, we, to this day, no one knows what Chris Paul said or did that warranted the mentally you know, strong at Bev <laughs> to push the dude, right? But for Jokic to do that, he's a physical player. Most European players are, but behind the back is kind of, you know, it's not supposed... It's an unwritten rule that you shouldn't do that. If you're going to talk face-to-face or at least shove the dude like face-to-face. I mean, yeah. like, a lot of NBA legends have said that. What does make it more interesting was that that arena, <laughs> the locker rooms share one hallway it's yeah. not separate, oh. right? I right, think okay. I think we've all seen the picture, that Godfather-looking picture of yeah. Kyle Lowry, the security guard, and then Butler peeking over into the locker room. Yeah, yeah, and Bam Adebayo in the back, and then yeah. saying like, "Oh, if they were real hard, that they should have like not even taken a picture, like they should have stormed." And I'm like, I can't suspend three of my starters. I'm not risking that for one game because of one shove, but. I like it. I like the drama. I love it. I love the physicality also. And you, you, I'm, I, oh my God, I cannot wait for the next game. Just seeing the Jokic yeah. brothers. You know, they they could possibly be courtside. I doubt <laughs> it. But like, if they are, mm-hmm, you know, Markeith is going to be there also. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for but, sure. I, I, like, I don't know yeah. if Markeith has a game with, is he still on the Lakers? I can't actually remember, but if, Mar- if Markeith has a game that day, I'm sure he's gonna call in sick, head on <laughs> over to uh, the the arena where the where the Nuggets and Heat are gonna right. play, and he's gonna be there. He's gonna be watching together with the Jokic brothers. The Jokic brothers, on the other hand, I think they could potentially buy out the entire front row <laughs> just to make sure that you know there's no no one's harmed and no one's uh. No you go full uh, 50 cent and just yeah, buy out. <laughs> yeah, no casualties. No casualties <laughs> with, within the area. Uh, yeah. But no, uh, you, you brought up the the, th- the thing about the, the picture with Kyle Lowry, you know, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo waiting at the hallway. The funny part about that picture to me was Kyle Lowry. Because I never thought I, thought, I thought when I saw everything happening in real time, I was watching the game. And then obviously things after that, you know, the picture came out. I really thought Kyle Lowry would be like the voice of reason in the Heat locker room. Like, guys, come on, chill down. Like, I mean, he's he's that kind of person, right? Though he saw yeah. it in Toronto, he was always yeah. that uh, leader type. Never, never someone who would like uh, support any kind of violence whatsoever. And then you see him in that picture, just waiting, waiting for uh, the Nuggets for Jokic. And I'm like, okay, I was okay, Kyle Lowry. <laughs> I mean, yes. if you're influenced by Jimmy Butler, so exactly. oh, yeah. It's oh, the, yeah. anything I, can happen. It's the heat culture that's uh, that's 
uh, coursing through the veins of uh, those players. And now it, it looks it looks like it's with Kyle Lowry as well. Uh, Rolo, what do you think about this beef? Is this uh, is this really something that uh, we're gonna be expecting even when the games are done, when their matchups are done? I'll say yes, but I'm gonna th- I'm gonna th- say it. It's like a hysterically in a hysterical way. Let's just say that. Because okay. I'll be honest, this is just too. This is so funny for me. Yep. <laughs> Everything, and you know, knowing the Jokic brothers, they've done this before, especially when they went against Phoenix when Booker and Jokic fought, and then you see courtside, you see those the brothers. You can see the brothers just yeah. want to yeah, break. Yeah. They just want to break out and just storm <laughs> off. So I feel, you know, the Jokic brothers. These are like, they're they're like your bodyguards any time of the day. <laughs> yep, yep. And the thing is, this is just this is funny to a lot of people, and I think that's what people really want. Cause you see, you've seen the beef between the Morris brothers and the, the triplets. Let's be honest, as as squads would have said, you know, it could have. It's really unintentional. <laughs> yeah. no, there's the pic. There's the picture. <laughs> who's the, who's the guy a, with the with a towel on his head? It looks like a hoodie. But like, wait, hold on. Is that like their entourage? Is that Jimmy's entourage? I okay, mean, so we know it's a starting three. You know, it's Butler, Kyle, right. and Bam. Bam. But there are two who's, more. Yeah, who's that one dude in like a towel or a hoodie, and then the other one behind, what looks like a Godfather, like mafia security guard? I know, right? Like. <laughs> Dude, the whole so half face funny. and everything. Oh it's, it's, uh... This is so funny. <laughs> Sorry, I had to show it, but yeah, yeah go ahead, Rolo. Yeah, go ahead, but go ahead. The, okay, like I said, this is gonna be one funny event. So, this beef, it's gonna last long, and yes, they will play again, Denver and Miami. I do hope that they see they do sit next to each other or if not next to each other like opposites yeah but i'll be honest this might remind me of the pacers and detroit where i i hopefully it doesn't escalate to something like that i Uh, hope yeah exactly i hope it does not happen but 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 i get what you're saying though like there's that kind of vibe to it and just for everyone listening um, obviously, we don't want anyone to fight. You know, the violence uh, with the games—it's not—it's not, it's not uh, something that we encourage, obviously. But everything else that doesn't involve violence, like the tension between the teams, the uh, waiting at the at the tunnel, which I guess uh, you could argue invokes a little bit of violence. But you know, it's just so funny and it's so entertaining, and it's the type of things, the type of drama that we want uh, during the season, especially when there's not much storylines happening. Um, throughout the the entire season, but I guess uh, there are a lot of storylines, aren't there, uh, for this year? Yep. Um. Anyways, we'll talk about storylines a little bit more. But yeah, with the go- just uh just to wrap things up with the Jokic brothers and Morris twins, uh, there's a, there's a lot of tension, obviously, right? And however this ends, uh, hopefully no one gets hurt, and hopefully it doesn't really invoke violence. And you, you never know, right? They might they might just Make up? Probably not. <laughs> they exchange jerseys no. and t-shirts. No. <laughs> <Is that it? laughs> well, okay, let's just maybe hope not. that the brothers, well, aka, I'ma call these guys the bodyguards. 
Yeah. Okay, okay. The great Kali okay. or the so tall, man. Mark Henry of these guys. Isn't one of them taller than Jokic himself? Yeah, this, th- that's the crazy taller. part. There's he, one of them is somewhat is is somehow taller than Jokic. Like an inch or two taller than <laughs> Nikola. Like, yeah. And Jokic what? is seven two. He, like he's seven one, seven two. How can honest. his brothers be? Man, so he like, should be in the league. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll be honest. What are they doing for a living? Those like they have, I'm sure they played like in Serbia or something. Uh, just again, just to wrap things up, I, I, one question is still on my mind. I, I wonder how close the seats of the Jokic brothers are to the actual court, right? It kind of makes you think because every time there's a, there's a fight. Rolo, you mentioned about the Booker and Phoenix thing with against Denver in the playoffs last year. It was close. It was close, right? And then close. you see them... There's a ton of pictures popping up with when the whole Morris thing happened. Um, the Jokic brothers were still like their seats were very near to the court, but it kind of makes you think because usually VIPs or you know family of the players they stay in like the boots, right? Yeah, Which is like in, in the middle. It's like a perfect um, shot or it's like a perfect sight of the arena. Do you guys think, like it? Kind of makes you think if they went from the the b- top of the booth and it just slid <laughs> all the way down. Like they saw their they saw uh, their brother go down and then they're like oh man go down go down. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest, I see it like it's like Arena Coliseum or like in Moa when you watch PBA games, <laughs> right? And, right. Like okay. on the jumbotron or in TV, you'll see like the like celebrities or players walk through and they're like oh there's Jimmy Alapag, it's Chris Chu. <laughs> they're like yeah, yeah, some celebrity that just comes and it's just okay. I'll describe it as it's just a shoe throw away. Yeah, and you hit the yeah. player. That's how. That's how close they're gonna be. That's what I'll say. Yeah, yeah they're, that's Denver. probably where they are. Uh, but yeah, uh, again, hopefully no no violence, no malice at the palace part two with this. Uh, just clean basketball and a lot of uh, funny banter and a lot of funny beef off the court. Please, guys, let's th- not uh, to to the Morris and to the Jokic's Jokic's Jokic brothers. Just the bodyguards. Let's, let's avoid the fist yeah, fighting here. Yeah. Let's avoid the fist fighting. <laughs> All right, but uh, speaking of fighting, there's uh, a lot of battles going on right now with the Six Man of the Year award. And the reason why I wanted to talk about this one is because in the years past, I don't think we've seen a Six Man of the Year race as close as this one. Because like back in the like a couple years ago, like uh, to the Lou Will days. Uh, go as early as something like the the Montrez Harrell uh six man of the year award right like th- those were those guys were pretty much um clear, clear candidates players. and clear winners for the award because yeah. they were just racking up the points in uh from the bench but now you guys you you have guys like Melo like Tyler Hero um Alex Caruso is, is doing really great off the bench he's yeah. not scoring a lot but he's doing defensive. a lot of great defensive things off the bench as yep. well uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Ricky Rubio. Ricky Rubio is coming off the bench. Um, surprisingly enough, I thought he was starting. Actually, I didn't know that he was coming off the bench until he dropped like what 35, 32, 37, in New York. In in New York. York. In the never, never in my mind would I think Ricky Rubio would drop thirty-seven um, in in the Garden. Uh, but going back to this six man of the year race, how do you guys feel about it, Rolo? Do you think? Um, 
someone is a clear-cut winner right now or is there some or is the battle too tight to even tell and of, of obviously uh who do you have at the front of your list at this moment well right now after evaluating each game we could say that the competition is pretty close like you've mentioned a couple of guys that would that is really really meant for a six man and you know how six man is you know it's not that competitive before but now you have a lot of people yeah who can just show up it's not just about points but now it's it could just vary from efficiency or from stats in general but like impact right impact to the exactly. game itself yeah so there's a lot but i'd say it's to be it's tyler hero yep. tyler hero is there he looks comfortable he knows what to do more importantly he's just he's just him he feels yep. so free he's just he's everywhere my god yeah yeah he's for everywhere sure. man he feels very, very free. And I can tell he's just, he really likes it. Yeah. I, I could just tell. Yeah. And I, I think the, the, the great thing about Tyler Hero this year was that a lot of people were kind of writing him off um, because he was coming off the bench. You know, he had a good rookie year, obviously, with the bubble and everything. He really showed up in the bubble. And then year two, eh, kind of kind of a flop, I guess you would say. Um, considering that there was a lot of expectations for him coming into year two, and then he just kind of like didn't deliver. And then year three, uh, Spo puts him on the bench and then put, uh, makes him the sixth man. Everyone is like, uh, this is this is where his career goes downhill. You know, he's coming off the bench. He's not going to start. Uh, he's not going to find his way in the bench. He's going to lose confidence, etc., etc. And then he drops like 27 or like 30 points in the first game coming off the bench. I mean, Tyler Hero has been hot. And um, yes, he might. He definitely is like a front runner right now. I think everyone or at least a good majority of people have him in front right now. But again, the race is so close. Unlike with other years, like you can't just look at uh, someone who's scoring the most. But if Tyler Hero scores enough points, if he gets if the Heat get enough wins, which I'm sure they will. He's going to close that gap uh, between everyone else. Or, like, sorry, he's going to widen that, the gap between everyone else uh, towards the, the later parts of the season. Uh, Quads, how about you? What's your take on the six man of the year race so far? So far, so far it's been, I mean, we're only almost just about 20 games in. Yep. But it is close. It is quite close and surprisingly close also. So sorry I agree that, that Tyler Harrow. That's right, man. The sale just ended. But so I agree that Tyler Hero should be number one as of the moment for like, let's say this week or the span of this November. Tyler Hero is should be the number one pick for uh, six man of the year. But the number two spot, it's it's really close. So you got Jordan Clarkson. Melo to an extent. I mean, he didn't perform well uh, just previous game, but Melo's yeah. there. Mantra cool is higher. Yeah, Mantra is higher. Yeah. He's back in six-man form and really right, good. Right. Like, doing a lot more than the starting center of the Wizards. So it kind of yeah. begs the yeah, question, yeah. will they do a role switch? And then Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald Ooh. also has been super Ooh. good off the bench so far. I mean, I think against Charlotte, I forgot which or what day, but he dropped 26 off the bench. Yep. That's not bad. And then Ricky Rubio, yes. Uh, 
Dennis Schroeder to an extent. Yeah. He's coming good. off the bench? He's, all, he's, he's off the bench. the bench. He did have a great yeah. game. A lot I of clutch shots. <laughs> yeah. So for the number two spot, it's really anyone's game. But then Tyler Hero, Hero has been the most consistent. Yeah. That's why I like it. He's the most consistent in his game so far. So I agree with Rolo. I agree with Rolo. Yep. You guys think, there's, is there a different, um, has, has, have we ever seen a race this close for six man of the year? Like, can you guys think of any other um, year, uh, at least recently, or maybe, I don't know, if you guys are like uh, basketball, you know, um, historians. historians. <laughs> yeah, maybe you know something from the like 90s or early 2000s, but I think the closest that we got um, was probably... Uh, man, I can't even think of one straight off the bat. Maybe Lou Williams versus Jamal nah. Crawford. Jamal Crawford, yeah. No, I mean uh, that was kind of like the crossroads. Remember, like there was a there was like a crossroads between uh, Jamal uh, Jamal Crawford and Lou Williams, where um, Jamal was kind of like um, going down uh, to his career uh, in that six man of the year race, and then Lou Will was kind of like jumping off, uh, playing playing insane basketball uh but yeah i can't everything else i can't really think of but how about how about you guys Rolo quads <laughs> remember how we how before like before we would see the six man award as like it, it's it's almost like a consolation prize or it's an introductory award i mean right. looking at the record at the old records manu ginobili was a six man oh. of the year award winner who else? Lamar Odom as well for the Lakers. James Harden was also J.R. Smith. And then you had three-time J.R. Smith, uh, Jamal Crawford, two times for the Williams. And I think the award now is more... I think we focus more on it now just because we realize how important having a six-man is. It's yeah, not just yeah. your second stringers. It's actually your six-man that leads that group. But yeah, before, yeah. like... I don't think we really paid attention other than like, oh, he won the six-man award. Okay, he's probably going to start or he's probably going to have a better season next year. Right? Yeah, yeah. Someone else is going to pick him up and then like, yeah. he's going to have a better contract next year. Yeah, better contract and then suddenly he's an all-star or suddenly like, yeah, yeah. he's like the number one guy on the team. But that's how we saw it. But now we see it as this guy's a team player. I want him on my team just because of that. Not because he's going to be the best one. I know that he's going to be a good addition to any team so yeah yep yep and uh, that's a good point i think uh throughout the past years we've really just kind of shrugged off the whole six man of the year award and be like oh yeah yeah you know what yeah he he did have a good year definitely deserve that without really watching any games of that of that uh particular guy who won the six man of the year award but now you're kind of almost intrigued a little bit and i would argue this six man of the year award or this six man of the year race is a lot more interesting than like say the MVP, um, defensive player of the year. Okay, maybe yeah. not the MVP. Maybe I'm maybe I'm reaching a little <laughs> bit there with the MVP. But definitely more interesting than six man of the year. I would say more interesting than rookie of the year, because rookie of the year is kinda like up there, like top two with the awards that everyone is like really psyched about. Um yeah. but yeah. This year's six man of the year race is gonna be tight, and I agree with you guys. Tyler Tyler Hero is uh, going crazy, and he's the, he's the front runner for this. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if he can keep it up, and I hope he doesn't get a 
a starting gig because <laughs> that really hurts these uh, these players' chance of like winning the award, right? They get to, they get onto the starting lineup and then everyone's be like, ah, you can't win six man of the year. It's almost like the kryptonite. Honestly. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. I wonder if I wonder if like some of these guys head head on to their coach and be like, hey, coach, just keep me on the bench, okay? <laughs> I know, I know Jimmy's injured, but I want to stay on the bench. Just keep me, just keep me there. I know Jimmy's injured, so put in Duncan instead. Yeah, the, Duncan's a <laughs> yeah, lot better than the starting. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, this is, it's gonna be an exciting year for that. All right, so storylines, guys. We talked about it earlier. There's mm. a lot of storylines happening this year. Obviously, the Jokic brothers' beef was just one of the many, many things. Um, but what's the best storyline so far this year? There's a lot of um, there's a lot of developing stories, right? And we're very interested to see how all of it is going to pan out at the end of the year. Um, I think for me, uh, to, just to start things off, my at least for now, the start of this season, week two, best storyline right now is gonna be the Washington Wizards. Mm-hmm. They're eight and three right now, yeah. seven and three, something like that. They're they're they're, pra- they're pra- practically at the top of the East, and you know Kyle Kuzma's balling out more than he did in LA. Obviously, that's probably because you know there's there's no more pressure and he's just free to do um, like whatever he wants, which is normal for a lot of young players coming from LA. Bradley Beal obviously uh, still playing at a really really high level, and I think. Like Montrez Harrell, like quite you, you mentioned like uh, Montrez Harrell is man's almost like to... nineteen and ten almost a and, game, and, and he's averaging like less than thirty minutes, less than twenty five yeah, minutes. These are good stats. So the so the Wizards to me have like a really great storyline because obviously they traded for Russ. Everyone was kind of looking at them as you know a team that had no hope. Uh, everyone was pushing Bradley Beal to get out of Washington because they felt bad for Bradley Beal. Like he's stuck in this situation. He got teamed up with Kyle Kuzma and Montrezl Harrell and KCP when he was with Russell Westbrook the previous year, and now they're one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. They're the top, um, actually. They are. They're the top right now. Nine they and are. three. Oh, there you go. Our our resident um, analyst, Mister uh, Quadro Joaquin. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's that's my best storyline right now. And if they keep it up, if they make it to the to the playoffs in that top five seed, I think you could say this is one of the best um, storylines this season. Just mainly mainly looking at where they were last season. They were in the play-in tournament, barely barely had a win. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's that's it for me. Uh, but Rolo, how about you? What's a what's a storyline that's like intriguing you right now, and a storyline that you want to see develop at the end of the year? Can I can I just say that there's not a lot of love for this guy? Okay, he's been, he's been getting a lot of names. Names. I know, I know his partner in crime is not there, so we'll okay. obviously do that. But he's doing well. Okay, he's supposed to be doing, or what he is supposed to be doing. I think it's about time that we give some love to PG. Oh, okay. PG is balling okay. out. First off, good second, point, point. he has a crime. He has a new crime and partner named Reggie Jackson. Third, but keep that, keep that up. Their people, their roles, are, their supporting cast is get, are getting back. Butu yep. is back. 
We're just waiting for Ibaka, but PG doing PG stuff. Yeah. This is what we expect of PG. Mm -hmm. And he's been delivering it. Problem is, people's not people has not been paying attention nor giving love to him. So I think it's time that we gotta put PG some we gotta put PG in this conversation. More importantly, he needs recognition because he deserves it. He's I, carrying this Clippers, and according to these, well, according to the standings, I think they're this. around. They're well, fifth right they're now. Fifth. They're yeah. fifth. Man. Yeah. Not bad. That's not bad. Without Kawhi, you guys. I mean, we have. You guys have to give him recognition. This is this is PG all alone, and he's doing it. People are writing him off. I I say Clippers could. Let's be honest. I say Clippers could sneak into top four. Cause, cause here's the thing, one to four: Golden State, Phoenix, Denver, Dallas. But here's the catch: Denver, Dallas, Clippers. They all they all have the same record. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yep. possibly, the Clippers could sneak into the top four, if not top four, top three. And it's because right. of PG. <laughs> He's picking yep. up where he left off, and it's time to give him his flowers. I like that. I like that because. Point, uh, the Clippers, but... I think, really were under the radar. They started the season not all so well. Uh, they started the season 1-4, and four, and now they've won 7 straight, which ties for the longest streak in the league right now. I think only the Suns and the... I think it's the Warriors who have the a 7-game winning streak right now. Yep. Yeah, so... Yeah, they're tied, all of the three of them. It's a three-way tie for like the longest winning streak right now. And like what Rolo said, it's all thanks to PG. And... Uh, with everyone just focusing on Kawhi, his injury, everyone kind of expected the Clippers to, I guess, botch out into the bottom five, like six, seven, eight, six, maybe even yeah. down to the tenth place. But now PG, PG is doing well in carrying the team, and yeah, Reggie Jackson is having a good year, kicking right where he left off from the playoffs together with PG. Um, you could argue the absence of Patrick Beverly was a little bit of a plus because, you know, that's one less liability. I mean, no hate to Pat Beverly. He plays hard, but, you know, that's less errors on your team. and You're just a lot more cohesive with that backcourt. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued by the Clippers as well. Quads, how about you? What's your best storyline and which, what's, what's it going to develop to at the end of the season? Okay, I have, I have two, actually. All right. I, so the first oh, one yeah. is we're we might be seeing the decline of the NBA scoring boom. Remember when everyone just started averaging almost thirty points a game, almost right. thirty five points a game, right, yeah. and then now you see majority of the stars like Jason Tatum, Trey Young. You're seeing all these young stars start to I don't know even like their scoring has been not as efficient, not as great as of late so far. Yep. So maybe we're seeing the decline of the NBA scoring boom. And two, which I've been paying attention a lot uh, a lot to, is Father Time finally catching up on LeBron. We thought it was okay. We thought it was we thought it we thought it was happening that's in 2017. True. Like we, we saw him win a championship with Cleveland and we're like, all right, that's it. That's his third, that's his final one. We're happy with this one. And then he goes on to be in the 2017 finals, then miss 
2018, 19, and then he wins it in 2020. And then suddenly, you know, he gets injured, a really bad injury. Not bad, but an injury that they couldn't even win, the, go past the first round. And then this year, we saw four start, we saw four <laughs> Lakers in street clothes in the bench. Little bit more for Right, right, gone. right. Yeah. None. I've got to see the other one. Well, there's a lot. Yeah, there's like, a lot. There's a lot. Like the the Lakers are a story in themselves. Like it's an experiment that we've never seen. It's the retirement home of the NBA. Can they win a playoff series or a playoff game? But it really, for me, it boils down to LeBron because remember, every almost every year, we would always consider him to be at least top five in the MVP race. Yep. Always. We would always, and then we knew that LeBron had you know a clear like playoff mode initiated thing. You know, like, he always had that switch that. Like on the second half of the season, he'd start to like lay low, and then come playoffs, he just go on average forty and ten and like eight. But like now, we're actually seeing that, as JJ Reddick said, LeBron's human. Right. Yeah. He's actually like a normal NBA player, and you kind of hate to see it, but we were all expecting it. Granted, since 2017, but yeah, you know, that storyline in itself, because we've seen all those those posts like. You know, I'm glad that I haven't taken advantage of LeBron. You know, if he retires, we're all gonna miss him, and it's kind of sad because you you know that within this decade or maybe within the five year stretch, LeBron's not gonna be in the league. Yep, I wouldn't say five. Yeah, I not bro- most likely not five. But yeah, probably not. I'd probably not. Uh, playing until 41. Uh, playing until Bronny comes in. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, that's what I think. I think he'll wait for Bronny. Bronny Bronny is eligible to play in the league. In two years, three years, in two or years, in two yeah, years. yeah. That's a, that's enough time for LeBron to to wait for him. Um, I mean, Bronny's teammate, man. That, that'll be crazy, bro. He's <laughs> really playing with LeBron. LeBron either needs- either teammate or just you know playing against him. That'll be that'll be a an amazing sight, historic sight. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I agree with you. Um, LeBron, actually, when LeBron came to to LA in 2018, I was really I was really thinking to myself that, you know what, maybe, maybe this is uh this isn't the best sighting ever. LeBron's aging, you know he's uh he's he's not obviously the Miami LeBron. He's obviously still very very good. He showed that in Cleveland, the 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 playoffs before that, the play before he signed with LA. But I I was always thinking that this man is 33 years old. He's not he's not getting younger. Uh, they can say whatever. Uh, everyone can say whatever they want about LeBron. That they're like, oh, he spends a million dollars um, on his body. body. And everything. Yeah. That is true. It's hold. It's held up up until this point. You got to give him props to that. Like it, he's only been missing games now at age 36, where uh, so some players would have been missing a lot of games at like 33, 34. He won a championship. At th- yeah, he had a championship at yeah. 34, 35. So obviously he's gonna be. Um, he's not gonna be the same, and I think him trying to adapt to the game right now, the speed of the game, just trying to find different ways on how to get his body right, how to adapt to everything. That's gonna be a fun thing to watch. And are they gonna win a playoff series? Uh, I'd hope so as a Laker fan, but as a um, as a uh, noble human being, <laughs> I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure if it's if it's possible. But yeah, let's see how it goes at the end of the season. Uh, before we move on, though, just one other storyline that I wanted to touch upon, and 
It's the Atlanta Hawks. Now, the Hawks, hmm. last year, they fired uh, their head coach after a really bad start. They signed... Is it Silas or something? Is their coach right now? And they kind of turned things around. Like, they turned things around really hard last year. And obviously, they made it to all the way up until the the East, 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 East Finals. Yep. Um, but the Hawks are 3-9 and nine right now. <laughs> and they're on this losing streak right after um, Trey Young made some statements about how the regular season is boring compared to the playoffs, which is true. But uh, I, I guess that uh, mentality kind of hurt him a little bit. And yeah. Oh, sorry. They're not uh, three and nine. Four They're four and nine. nine. Four yeah. and nine. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to the Hawks fans. I forgot about that one extra win. It's just going to be pissed, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. My I can bad. just but, hear him already. Like... But, but, but again, they're starting off very slow this year. And I, I don't think they're going to fire their coach. Because if they do, it'll be really funny. And it'll be a waste of the extension. But yeah. uh, I want to see how this one plays off. Because they're 4-9 right now. I want to see how they try to bounce things around. Because obviously we want to see Trey Young back in the playoffs. If, we, if, <sighs> if somehow the Hawks make it uh, to a series against the Knicks, how good would that be, man? How, how priceless would that be? And then the, and then the Knicks get uh, thrown off again by Trey Young in the playoffs. That'll be they get the shimmy. Out. I need him the bow. Yeah. We need three things. We need the shimmy, the bow, and then, you know, you start saying... Cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's quiet in here. It's quiet. It's cold. It's quiet. Uh, we, we need ooh. the mayor of New York City again to be like, Trey? <laughs> oh, that dude. I don't remember what happened last time. Like, we need oh, side gotta, talk in it. They got to do something to Trey if they, if they lose another series against the Hawks. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's just a slow start. I mean, the Bucks are six and seven right now. They're eleventh in yeah, the East. Yeah, them too. So, them too. So yeah. I, I think everything is gonna pan out. Maybe in week four, week five. Can we also bring up how a lot of people are complaining regarding the new Wilson ball? Yeah, that's a really, oh, yeah? That's really interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good oh, That's too. a hot take. Okay. Yeah. Because let's be honest, Dame's shooting is horrific. PG's shooting went down. You, you guys mentioned Tatum and Trey. Their shooting went down. As yeah. a matter of fact, everybody, including Steph, this is the first time Steph is shooting 39% from threes. Oh, oh, boo never expected that. Boo-hoo. 39%? 39%? Wow, I'm man. Oh, oh. He's not MVP anymore. I'm oh. sorry. Exactly. 39%. So, a lot of people are... When actually, everyone else in the league is shooting like 25 and 20% from three. Oh, man. Steph is such yeah, a... Yeah, man. It's not like <laughs> Steph just got 35 the other day, right? 50 like, points and 10 assists. 50, 10, <laughs> and then next up he got 40. And <laughs> yeah. It's not like... Oh, my God. You know where he had this... Bad cool... year, man. Bad year. Wow, wow. Go it's wow, a bad wow. year. Wait. <laughs> I just want to bring up... Dude, this photo is just ice cold. You got to you gotta yeah. show it. Oh, oh the, the background. The background. Just, oh, move it a little closer. Move it no, little I closer. know the photo you're showing. I saw oh, the same photo. Wait, okay, you, can, you can just set it in our GC, but yeah. yeah. No, I it's know the photo cold. you're showing. It's, it's very <laughs> it's cold. Because it's Steph against my bulls. 
Oh, and he was looking away. Yep. He was looking away and uh, he was just like... Like, it, okay, it wasn't even at the peak of its arc. The ball wasn't even at the peak of its arc. And he's already leaning and facing the crowd. And he's like, yeah, that's yeah. it. And he yeah, knew, man. like, this is the game. I'm passing Ray Allen in points and three-pointers <laughs> made. This guy's insane. For sure. It's mm. insane. With the Wilson ball? Oh my God, Kawawa. Wow. <laughs> Look wow, at Rolo. Uh, no, seriously, uh, bro. No, I was serious. Super. <laughs> I'm getting so much shade right now. <laughs> uh, no, but, but but yeah, I think the Wilson Ball thing, um, yeah, it's it's probably just in this player's head. Trey uh Trey kind of picked up his shooting. He's doing a little bit better now than he was at the start of the season. PG is obviously doing a lot better. His 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 team is uh doing great. I think this year it's just been really tough on Dame. Um, he's not getting Very the proper much. support with, with with Portland, and he's just not he's, he's not playing inspired basketball. You know, to the words of of Boom Gonzalez, he's not playing inspired basketball. Um, so yeah, I think that's really the main thing for Dame right now. You know, it's more of a Dame issue, I think, than a Wilson Ball yeah, issue. The solution. Yeah, but yeah, you know, woohoo, like, man, Steph, thirty nine only. Whew. Ah. <laughs> we're we just messing with you Rolo. We you know that. But yeah. I know that bro. Um speaking of MVPs though, since we have been talking about the potential MVP uh the past couple of minutes, let's talk about uh, some MVP some unconventional MVPs this week. And so I wanna bring this up every time we do the uh, this this uh this show. Is the weekly MVPs. Now, the weekly MVPs, for everyone listening, could be anyone. It could be a player, could be a coach, could be a fan uh, on the Jumbotron, could be an, an, an announcer. Uh, anyone who made the week a little bit better than it already was. Um, and obviously, we have our own picks, uh, but I think I'll, I'll kick things off. My weekly MVP has to go. And I think this, this man is going to be picking up some weekly MVPs for myself throughout the entire season um at least a couple of times it's got to be eric collins the charlotte hornets and uh oh, sir. yes and I, I mean <laughs> exactly <laughs> he just has the best he just has the best reactions to every play i kid you not and um, obviously he has some very iconic ones and he's garnered garnered a lot of attention uh, this past year, obviously with Lamelo and just the Miles Bridges. Miles calls, Bridges. He had he had a call this week. It was on a fast break. The Horns were on the fast break. They were against uh, who is this? Uh, I think this was the or Hornets or the Hawks? or Knicks or is it the Knicks? Oh yeah, the Knicks, the Knicks, the Knicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Knicks, that's the latest. And uh, just to play it for you guys, I hope we don't get copyrighted. But uh, let me just play that again. Let's... You got this. Another one here. Oh, this one's from uh, from Toppin. Yeah. Oh, the wind. They were exchanging wind belt dogs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, I saw that. I mean, he just has the best uh, calls, and I think those two, uh, those two plays made it to the, the highlight reels of everyone of everywhere. And Nick Collins just gives so much energy, man. I think every announcer should have one call or a little bit of Nick Collins in them, just to make it. Yeah. Just to make their 
play by plays a lot more entertaining but i think uh i don't think anyone can do it better than nick collins uh I want to but propose. yeah, how about for you guys, Rolo? Who is your weekly MVP? I want to pro- before I go to my take. I want to propose this. I w- OB Toppin, Miles Bridges dunk contest, and you have Eric Collins doing. Oh, okay. okay. I would love that. I oh. want the NBA to propose that. I don't want. I don't want guys from inside the NBA. I want that man, <laughs> Eric yeah. Collins. I want him to legit. Host. Oh, Eric Collins and Kenny Smith. Oh yeah, together, yeah, yeah, together, yeah. and then Miles Bridges and Obi Toppin. Okay, yeah, I like that. I like that. That's and Lamelo has to make I... the pass. Lamelo has to make the pass because Lamello. Eric Collins will only call it if it's um if it's Lamelo Ball. Oh, <laughs> oh man, <laughs> just so much joy in that man. But anyways, uh, Rolo, who's your weekly MVP? Who's someone that's uh sparked a lot more? Uh, for this week, I, I'm gonna say Ja. I'm sorry, like Ja is just on a roll right now. Yep. Ja is the man who could just spark plug anybody. Like, I'll give credit. Let's give credit to this Memphis team. They are mm-hmm. scrappy, mm-hmm. very scrappy too. Yeah. You know, even without Dylan Brooks, my gosh, they're still doing very well. They got Desmond Bain, they got Steven Adams, you know, everybody there in general, they're just picking up the slack and plus having Ja as your leader and, and let's not forget the X factor and the way he's been showing up every game, Ja, I mean, I'm going to just say it, Ja should be MVP. Ja should be MVP. Oh yeah, Rolo's hot takes. Okay. Ja, ja definitely the MVP. Yeah. Ja definitely the MVP, like... and not and not the guy who's shooting thirty nine percent from from three. Definitely. Not yeah, that not that guy. Not not the three, but come on, Ja Ja being Ja. That's that's all we need. Man. Electrifying. My and the, I'm not. I just I want to hop on the bandwagon of everyone saying this, but he does remind me a lot of Derrick Rose, man. A lot of Derrick Rose. A lot of Derrick Rose in him. Exactly. That's why I love watching him. I lo- okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why do I feel like this is inside the NBA 2.0? I'm like, oh, who's this? One of you is Ernie. One of you <laughs> might be Kenny. And I'm like Charles Barkley right there. Kobe is for sure Ernie. For <laughs> yeah, sure he's Ernie. Ernie. I'm Charles Barkley for sure. <laughs> yeah, man. Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns. <laughs> the Grizzlies. <laughs> Uh, but uh, with some non-inside NBA takes, quads, who's your uh, weekly MVP for for this this week? All right. Uh, before I move on, Eric Collins, I would I would throw you my Bulls commentator, Stacy King, <laughs> the man who's okay. trying yeah, to ready. find. Wait, okay, he's not my MVP, but he's trying so hard to find new nicknames for Alex Caruso. <laughs> He doesn't want to say the Caruso. It's so good, but oh, he doesn't. Yeah. Want, he wants to say, like, AC. Like he wants to say AC Fresh. Oh, like turn up the like turn down the AC in here. It's too cold. Like whatever. Like <laughs> just stick to the Caruso. Like dude, it's so easy. But okay, yeah. But Stacy King, um, one, my first pick. I have to give flowers to the man who embarrassed my bulls. <laughs> was, who after that game, I will say is for sure the definitive greatest shooter of all time, Steph Curry. 
Not oh, because God. he dropped 35 on the Bulls. I mean, can I just say the Warriors have like a weird thing with the Bulls? Like, Clay Thompson dropped 14 three pointers <laughs> on the Bulls also. So, like, I don't know what you guys have with my team, huh? but a, I don't know too. It's a trend. I don't like it, but yeah. like, it's the point. it's the fact. Yeah, it's the fact that I thought Steph was gonna pass the record maybe by December, but he did it with nine threes in a game. So, oh, and he has hot. he has thirty six nine three point games, like nine three pointers made games, thirty six, and then the next is James with nine games. Nine. Oh <laughs> my gosh, that's how insane right? he is. James so, like James Harden, like James yeah. Harden. As in Mr. Mr. Shot Creator, Foul Creator, James. But like, (laughs) so I'll give flowers to Steph, greatest shooter of all time for sure. He's one, he's first MVP. Second MVP, not even on the NBA, Lamar Jackson getting his number retired in his alma mater in the Cardinals, Louisville Cardinals. Because he's been, I think it was, it was like a it was a big issue or racial issue in the college. And only, I think just yesterday or this morning was his jersey retired. And you can see on his face how emotional he was, how proud he was to be there. Yeah. So that's a very touching moment. So that's my second. And third, JJ Redick on first take. On ESPN Ooh, first yes. take. Okay. Why? Why? I, I didn't watch yeah. that, but okay. ahead, why? Because it was the first time in a long time in it was like a sports analysis like analyst show that you hear real takes and real perspectives <laughs> instead of just instead of yes. wild predictions okay so i'll paint the scene so joy not joy taylor but so the girl there molly molly Quirum. yes molly Quirum, starts talking about how like how do you guys like the warriors how do you okay. guys like seeing the warriors that, yeah. stephen a smith goes normal stephen a smith and says the war he's picking the wars to win it all like he says i love like he gave flowers to every single person on the roster even yep. down <laughs> even down to the unfortunate the blank bucket <laughs> so <laughs> i really want to say it but i don't uh, want i don't want to put that e but yeah so he gave flowers to every single per- to every single player and he went on a, a on a rant of just like loving the Warriors and seeing them like 11 and 1 he's like oh and then Clay Thompson's gonna come back James Wiseman's gonna come back oh they're gonna win it all for sure and then JJ Redick just shuts it down and just goes it's been 12 games Steven (laughs) 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 like we've only seen like like 10 games it's not like we have 72 more games Steven like what are you saying (laughs) like he put it all in perspective and he goes like they had the easiest I'm sorry Rolo but I agree they've had the easiest <laughs> the easiest stretch of games yeah, yeah. against like the hardest one was what OKC maybe but like wait not OKC the hardest one that they played with Hawks Bulls, lost to, that one Hawks. loss that they had but yeah so I like JJ Red the Hawks did they no, no we won but you guys won right that, against the... yeah but we thought that we're gonna be oh losing. well the, the the point is the Warriors have only lost three games so far in the eleven games that they played but yeah uh, go on go on cards. Yeah, so, you know, like, I just like, I just, yeah, J.J. Redick is my MVP. Well, besides this great podcast, it's just that he was so real in the show. He wasn't like Kevin Hart trying to be funny and giving also hot takes. He wasn't like Nelly. <laughs> or yeah. he wasn't like Shannon Sharp <laughs> just being funny. And this, and the... <laughs> oh, Shannon Sharp. Or who's the other guy? Wait, 
This other guy, Ryan Holland's there. Oh my oh, god. Ryan, oh my that god. That guy is Man. just... Nah, dude. Oh, LeBron's the way, better the way than me and Oh, LeBron's better than MJ. The way, the way me and Quads reacted when you said Ryan, Ryan Hollins, we're like, oh man. I was yeah. gonna flip the table. I was gonna yeah. flip the table. I'm so mad at Ryan. Ryan, Ryan Hollins is probably close, the worst. Close, no. he's here, that's, why, that's why he's not back on, on any uh, platform. My mistake, by the way, the Warriors have not lost more than one game. Uh, they're 11-1. Yeah, sorry. Yep. sorry about that. They've, they've only lost one. I don't know who uh, beat them. Yeah. But yeah. Derrick Rose 2.0. Exactly. Is there a Rose 2.0? Yeah. Oh, JJ oh, oh, Redick. Ja, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, JJ Reddick does it. I do have to agree with it because it's, it's an easy schedule. Now, this schedule against the Warriors, it's going to be tough. Yeah. I thought but, the Bulls were going to give them something, but nothing. <laughs> Dude, that's, you know, that's what that's I thought. Because I was scared because if Draymond's not playing, we're, just, we're like, oh, man. The first half was good, and then Steph goes, "Oh, I'm this close to the record. Yeah, I'll just completely dump your team." <laughs> and just went to be like, "Oh my god!" So I swear, yeah. okay, I, can, I can get this in the second half. Yeah, yeah. give me one <laughs> quarter. Give me one quarter. Give me like half a quarter. I'll, yeah. I'll beat, I'll beat Clay. <laughs> it's funny. It's these third quarters. I swear, it's always the Warriors for these third quarters. They're the yeah. best three, third quarter team. Yeah, and I, I think that's a, like a recurring thing as well. Like not just with the Warriors, but there's a lot of teams right now who've been blowing leads, gaining leads in the third quarter. I don't know what it is. Maybe there's like a halftime curse this season, but yeah, um, a lot of teams blowing leads. Uh, this yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, maybe not. Maybe not as worse as like the Lakers or or you know some other teams, but yeah, blowing leads has been a thing as well. But uh, I guess that's another. Uh, that's a talk for another year. Sorry, another week. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm about that another week. We're not, we're not canceling the show. No, we're not canceling the show. We're not, there's no funding on the show, but we're not canceling it. Don't don't worry, guys. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. uh, guys, it was uh, it was great talking to you again. A lot of fun stuff uh, with the storylines, the Jokic brothers beef. Um, hope. Well, I really hope that week three has a lot more in store for us in terms of the drama, the storylines. Will week three be the week where we see Kyrie Irving and Ben Simmons or either of them play? Probably not, but a lot of crazier things a lot of crazier things have happened throughout the season. Uh, any final words, final sentiments that you guys want to share before we close out the episode? Uh, Rolo. Week three is going to be exciting. I want First off, I want to see how my team will perform, especially in how stacked it is let's just say that but other than that are the nuggets playing against miami because I, <laughs> I need to look at that right we gotta now. know we gotta know wait they have I, one game i do not think so it's not. okay so they got portland well they will play them they got sometimes oh man he's really waiting for it man <laughs> But anyways, we might be taking some time, but yeah, I, I'm just, I'm going to wait for that. Even though it's not week three, I might be for, I well, I am far-fetched, but. November, November 9. Oh, sorry, sorry. That's a, that's the wrong. <laughs> November 30. <laughs> November 30 is the next time they're going to play yes, um, oh, we the Nuggets. Go. I'm not sure if um we've, I'm not sure if we've shot an episode by that time. 
but I don't think we we I, I think we're gonna shoot an episode before that time. We'll see. But yeah, uh, November thirty is the next time they they're gonna go up against the Nuggets. That's gonna be it's gonna be one hell of a game. Uh, quads, how about you? Final sentiments for week two. All right, we didn't touch on him this week. Sadly, we didn't touch on him this week. But I want to see Ben Simmons at least in the arena, not even on the bench or in the locker room. I want to see him in the arena. That's the first <laughs> person. And second, this is very hot take. This is very far fetched. I want to see a skinny Zion Williamson on the oh. bench. Oh, yeah. Man, I don't want to see Mountain do. 300 plus pound Zion. I want to see a good looking Zion and then next season tear it up. I I wanted to put Zion actually in in this week's episode, but I I felt like there wasn't really much buzz around him. Not a lot. Besides that, besides that one video where he was like doing suicides or something, um, which was obviously (laughs) very bad. It looks looks very bad, but he looks like he retired. That's what it looks like. (laughs) You remember what Charles Barkley said? It's like me and Shaq. Shaq had a baby. <laughs> exactly. That's how big he is, dude. Yeah, man. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, but oh yeah, but maybe Zion. Maybe Zion makes the week, week three episode. Um, but yeah, it's just there's just a lot of it. A uh, lot of events happening right now. Maybe, maybe we see Zion. Maybe we he loses a couple of pounds in the next couple of weeks, and maybe uh, Ben Simmons finally. Uh, is in the arena. Maybe he's in that VIP section Trade for Boston. Maybe he's in that uh, VIP section with the Jokic brothers. And then when a fight <laughs> steers up, trade to Boston. <laughs> or maybe he gets traded to Boston. Guys, I appreciate the time. Thanks for being here. See y'all again very, very soon. Peace, guys. Peace. Yeah. Ramdaman, ayos lang